with the number one pick goes to the ex-clubber. With the number one pick goes to the ex-smoker. With the number one pick goes to the ex-fornicator. With the number one pick goes to the ex-Buddhist. With the number one pick goes to the ex-Muslim. With the number one pick goes out to the ex-strung out. With the number one pick goes out to the ex-homosexual. With the number one pick goes to the ex I don't know what to believe. Represent these testimonies of coming into our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Represent to many, represent to some, represent to all, represent to a few. If there's only one, we present to you draft day. Be blessed. Hello, family, and welcome to the Draft Day Show, hosted by yours truly, Johnny J. Jr. This podcast is available via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Breakers. Also, in my website, draftdayministries.com, you can check out exclusive posts on blog sites and future episodes. This is episode 7 of season 2, where we have titled it, Defending the Gospel. I pray that you'll enjoy it, because I know if you listen, you'll forever be blessed. Welcome back. Uh, it's truly a blessing, and I'm excited to bring you this episode. Uh, I know it's been a while, but uh, uh, I like to be led and just don't want to make make episodes just to make them. And so, uh, and part of it, I've been, uh, if I could be honest, being a little lazy or uh, inconsistent. Uh, but I want to do better. You know, I started this because I felt like this was a legitimate gift God is uh, giving me. And uh, I believe people have really been blessed by it, and I don't want to do a disservice to the people of God, to those who are God are drawn to be saved. You know, I don't want to stand before God, and He says, you know, uh, you here's your talent, or you, you know, you have some unfinished work. So uh, I want to just do this because I'm excited. Been wanting to do it some months ago, but kind of kept putting off. Kind of wanted to, you know, gather some more details or this and that and that. And so there's some other episodes that I'm going to be working on, but this one's going to be kind of. Um, you know, still in a testimony form, but it'll just be me still. And so I won't give a testimony of my salvation over again, but I kind of go into the details of after getting saved and some of the things that I've had to encounter. And uh, so the the um, title of this episode is uh, Defender the Gospel, uh, uh, or you can look at it, uh, Force to Defend the Gospel. And what I mean by that being forced is, you know, being in a situation where you carry yourself a certain way uh, because your biggest witness is your lifestyle. And uh, because of that, uh, you're going to meet different doctrines and different devils and different uh, false religions, basically. And so this episode is basically going to kind of explain uh, why, because some people may ask, uh, you know, with certain things that I detail, you know, and I just whatever God would give me, uh, you know, I don't really go by title. Um, and still, you know, God hasn't said you a preacher, you a this, you a that. Uh, so I'm just a servant and I don't say that trying to be deep, you know, whatever my hands find to do, you know, if that's picking up paper, if that's helping around the church, uh, if that's helping being a deacon, if that's help bringing a message, if that's help cutting the grass, if that's, you know, whatever the case might be, you know, whatever my hands find to do, you know, I just do it. And so God hasn't given me a dream. God hasn't given me a vision. You know, um, so when it comes to a title, you know, I can't really give just people a, a title per se. 
You know, I'm just a, a downright believer. That's what I like saying. You know, some people like saying saints. Some say Christians. You know, I'm just an authentic believer because I believe the gospel. I believe the Bible. I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way. And uh, for me, just enough saints don't proclaim that, you know. Uh, we do a lot of theatrics and we do a lot of fanfare. But enough of us just don't, we just flat out don't defend the gospel. And, uh, you know, early on in my salvation, you know, I was kind of forced into a situation where I was um, against a lot of different doctors. And so I kind of just want to use this episode to explain why I may come across to some conspiracy theory or taboo or extra or you know, to some people, well, that's unnecessary. They say, well, you should just talk about Jesus. Don't worry about what the devil's doing. But I have to because the devil is always trying to sift the saints or trying to sift me. And so if there's always a false doctrine or a false religion that's trying to overtake me, then I have to use the gospel to, to go against that. And I know if he's trying to sift uh, different things into me or come with strong delusion in terms of, you know, uh, seducing spirits and bringing different winds of doctrine, uh, you know, I know he's doing to somebody else, and that's why the Word of God is so important. Uh, you know, I believe in the move of God. I believe in the power of God. I believe in praising God. But the thing that's going to stand is the Word of God, and just enough saints are just not in it enough. And so that's why when different doctrines come in and they creep in, like Jews said, unaware, men ordain them this condemnation. Most of the saints don't have a, a ready answer. They don't have a hope in why they believe. You know, they have to give the cliche answers. And they know they have nothing to fight the devil with. And that, and that's not something that I say proudly or, or, or say, you know, uh, happily. You know, uh, I say that, as Paul would say, to their shame. And, of course, it's not everybody. There are some standing on the front line. But, you know, in this, uh, uh, you know, season that we're in, in the end times, you know, uh, I just believe that declaring that Jesus Christ is the only way is so pivotal. And so we have to call out false religions. We have to call out false doctrines. And, you know, that's what just God has just put in me. Every time I speak to somebody, I'm denouncing anything that's not Jesus Christ. And I call that religion by name, whether it be Catholicism, whether it be Hebrew Israelite, whether it be Jehovah Witness, whether it be the Muslims, or whether it be atheism, or whether it be that African stuff that the black people are trying to go to, or whether it's Satanism, whether it's Luciferian. I mean, it's a bunch of it, Buddha, Hindu. And so much of it creeps into the church and the devil does it so secretly and he does it a lot of times with symbolism. And so uh, when the saints are not aware, uh, prayer life is not there. And especially uh, most of it is in the Bible. But if the believers are not reading the Bible, they can't understand what's the devil and what's not. That's why the word said we're not ignorant to Satan devices. So a lot of the stuff that the Bible has told us to go against is actually in his Bible. But again, many are not rooted and grounded in the word. And so when they see things on movies and TV shows and uh, even when it's preached in the church, the discernment rate is so low and the study life of the word is so low that we can't see the devil, even though he's got his horns flashing, speaking to us and saying, hi, I'm the devil, worship me. And we still can't see him because it's just a lack of defending the gospel, standing for the word. And, uh, you know, living by those commandments, you know, it takes a daily lifestyle and it takes, you know, again, believing in the word and, and, and defending that gospel. So uh, hopefully I can encourage a believer um, and hopefully I can encourage an unbeliever to become one. And so <clears throat> I got saved at 23, as I've uh, stated before. And my uh, probably I think it was the second episode, Tired of Me, where I gave my uh, testimony of coming into the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, 
823, like I said, in 2015, probably maybe a few months later or maybe close to a year. Uh, that's when I started encountering different doctrines. Uh, like I said, I don't even think it was a year yet. And of course, I grew up in the church, and but I really didn't understand what the Bible was in terms of for my life until you actually get saved. Um, that's where Acts 17 has become one of my favorite scriptures where it says, you know, um, paraphrasing, you know, uh, they searched the scriptures daily to see if these things were so, you know, uh, and it was ironic for me to be coming across all these different doctrines. I was like, God, all I know is about Jesus Christ. All I did was give my life to Christ. I knew I was on my way to hell. I knew the route that I was going wasn't the right way and I needed a different answer. And so I said, that's all I know. And so when I started encountering uh, Jehovah Witness and Muslims and agnostic people, uh, which basically means they don't know what to believe. You know, that's part of my intro uh, to this podcast, you know, trying to reach those that don't know what to believe. There's many people, believe it or not, that's in the church that don't know what to believe. And, uh, you know, I want to reach that person that lets them know that Jesus Christ is the answer. You know, he's the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other, you know, so... um. You know, uh, meeting people who were what we call comedic spirituality, which were a lot of their third eye, I'm woke. And uh, as the Lord sees fit, uh, I'll be making other podcasts actually, you know, debunking a lot of that, actually going into details. Because you see a lot of Christians, a lot of saints uh, wearing certain stuff and dabbling in certain stuff and watching certain things. And then wonder why the enemy is wreaking havoc, wonder why marriages are failing, wonder why they can't overcome certain things, and yet you're attached to the enemy. You know, saints still pledging or still holding on to secret societies and wondering why the enemy is wreaking havoc, wondering why, you know, they come to service after service with no deliverance, trying to shout demons off, but when you go home, you're playing with them. And so most of the times the body of Christ can't ever be free in the service because we're so bound by the enemy because we're playing with all of his tools. And once the body of Christ gets an acknowledgement to not be ignorant to his tools and to say we won't use his tools, now we can come into the services free. We can stop having churches still closed now, but yet they go everywhere else. We can have churches or people of body of Christ to stop walking in fear because they know that God is greater. And so we don't try to uplift Satan. That's what I tell people. I don't, I, don't, I don't put Satan on a pedestal, but I understand he has a lot of power. He doesn't have all, but I understand that he's very cunning and conniving and that if we're ignorant to him, you know, um, just a lot of havoc can, can, can be made and we can't overcome a lot of things. And so I understand everything it might not be a heaven or hell issue in terms of if I do this, I'm not going to make heaven or if I don't do this, God is going to be mad. But there are things that can oppress the saints and there are things that can have you bound and can keep you from moving forth in God like you really need to. And, you know, while we on this earth, we want to, you know, fulfill every potential that God has for us, you know. And there's just certain things that keeps us bound. And I don't want the believers, especially started with myself, you know, to be held captive because, you know, I'm ignorant to what the enemy is doing in my life, whether it's my health, my finances. Uh, mentally, and of course, uh, when I stand before God, I'm trying to hear well done. So while certain things aren't a uh, salvation issue, as we like to say, there are many things that 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 is a salvation issue. And if people again were getting into the Word, they will understand that a lot of stuff that they're doing, watching, partaking in, you know, can we just be honest? It's gonna send them straight to hell. 
And so somebody's got to stand up and defend the gospel, no matter how taboo, no matter how weird, no matter how deep, no matter how much conspiracy it seems, you know, because we, you know, the people of God and of course the world, we're just too blinded in so many areas. And so, again, I'm just praying and hoping that um, this uh, testimony or just explaining can really, uh, you know, open the eyes. And so basically, again, let me. Cause I've made this um, longer than what it should be anyway. Like I said, 23, uh, maybe a year in, almost a year in, the salvation. Uh, I began to just have conversations again with people of different sects of, 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 of doctrines. And again, it's not even been in the salvation or been in the Lord 10 years. I've uh, only been on this, on this earth um, going on 30 years. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, old, but I'm not just the, the youngest either, so I kind of feel like I'm in the middle. I've been saved six years, so it's not like I got saved yesterday, but I don't have a bulk load of experience, but I do find it ironic in, the, in, that, in that short, medium time span of just how many different, uh, like I said, doctrines that I've come across and just how easily people's mindset can be geared off. And, you know, social media has done a great job. YouTube has done a great job of just mixing and matching so many things. And, uh, you know, and that's a, uh, you know, just a terrible thing for many people, uh, which leads to other things. But, you know, that we can save that for other episodes. And so I remember the first time I encountered my first actual defending the gospel, so to speak, uh, was with a Jehovah Witness. Uh, I forgot what he even asked me. I know he asked me a question. I answered it because uh, I'm kind of, you know, I'm a nice guy, but I'm kind of straight to the point. You know, you ask me what colors the sky is blue. And that's it. You know, he asked me what kind of what kind of car you drive. I drive a so-and-so, so-and-so, and that's it. So, you know, I'm not a, a rude, mean guy. It's just you ask me something, I answer, that's it. You know, I'm not really looking for anything else, nothing more, nothing less. And so I remember he asked me a couple of questions. Uh, I answered them. Like I say, to this day, I don't even remember what he asked me. But then it went, I, just, I know it just went for some months and months and months. And it wasn't like any arguing. It wasn't any debating. It wasn't any, uh, you know, about to fight or anything like that. It was just a matter of, of, I believe, all of the Bible. And, you know, him being a Jehovah's Witness, they have their own Bible. Just in case you didn't know, uh, if you read that, that's demonic. Throw it in the trash. And, uh, you know, we had different, uh, just different views, you know. And I didn't even care so much about, you know, I, even though I'm a Trinitarian, you know, he didn't believe in the Trinity. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna beat you up for that, uh, you know. With some other things like uh, Jesus didn't die on the cross; it was a tree. I don't care what he died on tree, shoe, box, whatever. As long as his blood was red and he died for me, you know, uh, he was the living. He was the sacrifice for me, and then, you know, I don't care what he died on. So I'm not. I don't, I don't waste my time getting the debates over that. Uh, but some of the issues that I did have was not giving Jesus his full authority. Jesus is God in the flesh. Uh, that was one of the things, and uh, just the lifestyle of not living according to the scriptures. Uh, I took an issue with that, and um, just you know, basically denying the validity of the true, authentic Bible. And uh, you know, those were my main issues. Again, there was no debate in the argument, but it was a moment of of having to, to defend the faith, and a lot of the information I was getting. He was giving it to me, and I've even glanced that he gave me one of the Bibles, and I kind of looked over it for research purposes, saw what I needed to see, saw how they take scriptures and pad it to their own liking, 
once I seen that, I was able to take it. And when I witnessed to other people and say, hey, I've seen with my own eyes and I know what they're about. And so and I end up throwing it away. That's been years ago. And so I'm saying it to say when people like when people talk to me, they like to say, well, I've done my research. And, you know, I can't believe in the Bible because man wrote it. And see, if you do your research and I always tell people that real research doesn't come through Google. Uh, you on the Internet talking about real research. And that's not. That's not all research altogether. And what I like about how God has, has has blessed me to be able to defend the gospel is that a lot of nine times out of ten, most of the information I'm getting is uh, from people who are in those religions. So all of the secrets that I'm getting, I'm getting from people that was involved in it. You know, people get upset when I know about secret societies and all the demonic stuff they do, even though I never played and they trying to wonder why how do I know all of that? Well one, God reveals secrets to the to those that he's trying to reveal things to to expose it. We pray you've been enjoying the show thus far, and we hate to cut a pause in it, but we just want to take a brief intermission with what we call words from our leader. Thank you. I know God has more for us. But how many know we got to work with? The Bible says we're workers together with you. But we're certainly living in a critical time now. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. People are so confused now. And there's so many different teachings and doctrine that's flying out there. And you know, we are tremendously blessed to know the truth. Did you know that? I think about that a lot, you know. We're blessed to, to know the truth. And anybody can know the truth. They just got to have a, a sincere heart and a desire to want to know it. Uh, they give me their information, and uh, you know, they go in explicit details. Well, I don't say explicit. I don't mean explicit in terms of like you know. Well, some of them do cuss, but I mean like, uh, you know, they 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 open themselves up. You know, uh, they're naked in terms of nothing is hidden. You know, so they go uh, explicitly of uh, this is what we believe in, this is how we do it, and and et cetera, et cetera. And so a lot of the information that I do have to go against these different doctrines and religions is because somebody that's in it, rooted in it, or deep in it, or brainwashed in it is because they're giving me all of the information. And as I was saying before, the same thing with secret societies. I remember people wanted me to play it, but then tell me that if they could do it over again, they wouldn't do it. But you still want me to pay my money and get beat for it. Uh, I always thought that was ironic, but I even, like I said, I dated a young lady who was engaged and stuff, and I seen videos. So when I come against certain things, it's not just me talking. And uh, so sometimes people kind of feel you're a conspiracy theorist because of rumors and things like that. No, no, no. I, I love how God has blessed me to be able to defend the gospel because I search the scriptures. And then when I go against false religions, it's because people have told me face to face, um, this is what they're in and this is what they believe. And so based off that information, on top of me looking it up to make sure that when I go against it, I'm speaking truth against it to to to, to put it in the ground where it's supposed to go, then I know what I'm talking about. Because, again, I, I, I believe fully that Jesus Christ is the only way, not a way, not some way, you know, uh, I believe that and I believe more believers have to continue to declare that 
and not be ashamed of it, you know. Uh, I think that's the other part. Sometimes we just too ashamed to declare that Jesus Christ is the only way. Uh, but back to the Jehovah Witness, uh, we had multiple, multiple conversations, uh, even end up exchanging numbers. And so I remember I would be at, uh, like helping my dad do something. And so while I'm in the midst of helping him, you know, he takes my phone and, you know, we conversing back like, no, I don't agree with it. Uh, this is what the word says. Well, 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 what about this? No, this is what the Bible says. And so it was a uh, an ongoing conversation. There would be times where I would be in the break room. And um, there's many times I go in the break room. It's, I, I like to, you know, just be to myself. You know, I've, I'm at work. And so while I'm on break, I'm trying to be away from work. And so if that's nothing but sitting in in a corner looking at the wall, that's what I would prefer for 10 to 15 minutes. And so but there would be times where I'm trying to enjoy just being to myself. He would come to me like, hey, hey, like, uh, I know you tired of me, but uh, uh, what about this? And they'll be in my mind. I would be like, then I just explain this or then I just answer this. Uh, but he didn't come, like I said, he didn't come with any type of uh, debate. He didn't come with any type of uh, being, you know, uh, hostile. Now, there are people have, who, who have been hostile and God gives you wisdom. You know, you don't cast your purse before swine and. You know, uh, somebody's being a fool. You don't be a fool with them. So there is a a, a level of wisdom. There's a level of 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 being, you know, wise in God to knowing uh, what battles to face. And there's a moment of when you're really trying to help somebody and you're really defending the gospel in terms of declaring God's word. And then there's a moment where people are just looking for a fight. And so this 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 young guy wasn't really looking for a fight in terms of trying to prove me wrong. Uh, he was still standing on what he believed in, but I believe there was a lot of curiosity there. Uh, he would always tell me, he said, even though I know we disagree, he said, the one thing that I, uh, I like about you, he said, your, 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 your lifestyle stands out. And I even remember that the last time when he was moving out of state, he, I think he was moving off to Georgia somewhere. And he's, I was sitting in church and he sent me a text. He was like, well, Johnny, today's my last day. I'm, you know, I'm leaving out of state. And he, and he told me, he said, even though I know we disagree, on uh, religions and doctrines, man. He said, one thing I want to tell you, man, I, I, I like for what you stand for. I, I like the lifestyle that you that you live. And so uh, even though he, uh, as far as I know as of right now, I haven't talked to him in a while, he didn't convert over as of right now. The fact that he's seen a difference in in, in, in what I was, when I was uh, saying or teaching or witnessing or preaching or whatever, uh, the fact that even when I saw him again, uh, probably a year or so after that, that he talked about how he had gotten married and, and things like that, and uh, uh, still expressing how he was encouraged by my lifestyle. Uh, those type of things broke the uh, true and, you know, significant joy to me uh, because I didn't ever talk to him trying to win a debate. I didn't ever talk to him trying to belittle him, but I talked to him out of legitimate concern and uh, expressing that uh, my views and, and my doctrines I know are right, and this is according to the scriptures and according to what you're believing is false. And it's going to carry you to, uh, you know, a burning hell. And I did that out of love and I did that out of standing firm and standing true. And so, uh, you know, again, a lot of people would have, if they would have seen me and him talk with a Ben said, just leave him alone. Stop talking to him. But I couldn't. It was something on the inside. And even a lot of times when I didn't want to talk, uh, when I didn't want to be bothered, there was something on the inside saying you need to continue to, to, to talk. You need to continue to uh express how you feel, continue to go over these scriptures. And what it did was it really increased my study life. It really increased to make sure I knew what I was in and increased my prayer life and increased me to have to go before God. 
And like I said, God opened the door. It ain't for everybody. So I don't think everybody is, uh, I don't want to use the word call, but God doesn't use everybody to research against different doctors, you know. But it caused me to research what I needed to look up for that short time, to know what I needed to stand against to say, no, this is what the word is for. This is what the word is saying. And so as I look back at that now, uh, I've had Jehovah Witness to come knock on the door. And a lot of times when when they're talking, I can already answer what they finna say because I've already been embedded with what their doctrine is. And I already have the scriptures ready to disprove it again, not out of, uh, you know, bullying people with the scripts because they know a lot. But it's in terms of wanting to really give people the truth and, and, and want to really see people set free. And to converse those scriptures out of, you know, giving them that, giving them that truth. Then, and once they fully reject it, and once they fully say, uh, uh, you know, they want no parts of it, and they're looking for a fight, you know, that's when we shake the dust off our feet. And so, um, dealing with that early on, being around twenty three, twenty four, you know, hearing about Jehovah Witnesses, and you know, really not knowing a lot about it, but really being like engulfed into what they believe, not believing in hell and some of some different others, just a lot that I don't want to take up too much time going in details about, but just being engulfed into that was really um mind mind boggling for me. But it really it, it really took a uh took the roof off of my head in terms of opening up my eyes to to, to know that I gotta get in this word for myself because I can be deceived and I gotta really begin to take this thing serious and I gotta really begin to <clears throat> start defending the gospel. So that's when it kind of, dealing with that really opened my eyes up a whole lot. Uh, this other situation, still young, I think I was still under 25, maybe in the faith a year. You know, this is still, and these were coming like back to back, really. So I had this Muslim guy, uh, you know, he was kind of creepy to me. So I ain't going to lie. At first I was kind of like, nah, I'm going to look. Something in me wanted to kind of quote unquote witness to him. Uh, but I like he kind of was like this extreme. He wasn't like one of the people that blow up the buildings or nothing. But he was kind of like I can't explain. You had to just see him. He was kind of loud, and I was just like I don't, I don't, I don't feel like going in this battle. And so what happened? Another he came to me again. All of these different doctrines and stuff. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to fight. You know, as the young kids say, I didn't want no smoke. I wanted to be. I just wanted to serve Christ and go to heaven. I didn't want to debate. I didn't want to. I didn't want any of that. So the guy came to me, you know, asked me a question. It was like, uh, I think he might have said, "Are you a Christian?" I think that's what he started. He's like, "You a Christian?" Something like that. Woo, woo, woo. I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "I'm a Muslim." He was like, "Why you never come talk to me?" It's like, I don't know, man. And so he he didn't do it like in a, like in a mean way. He did it out of a curiosity, like. Like, like he already knew. I knew he was with the wrong thing. Kind of, you know, somebody that they, you know, they know you, but they don't really come and introduce themselves. And so when you finally introduce yourself first, it's like, why you ain't never come talk to me? You know, so it's kind of like one of those type of things. But we did it with different doctrines or different, you know, different gods, so to speak. And so that opened up the door. And uh, we didn't talk long. Like eyes didn't stretch for months. Like the Jehovah Witness, we didn't exchange numbers. And I kind of already had an idea about the Muslim faith, but. You know, even some of the things that he brought up, you know, of course, they don't believe in the full power of Jesus as God. Um, and that's different sects of Muslims. I don't think like I don't think he was the extremist, but, uh, you know, they talked about the praying and, uh, you know, the women that they get when they die. And uh, like I said, there was a lot of different a lot of different things that we just flat out disagreed on. 
Uh, but again, another common denominator was, you know, lifestyle. It was it was just the lifestyle and that that intrigued him. That opened up the door for us to conversate. And even with all that, I was forced again to defend the gospel. So you know, people when they come with their other religions and doctrines, they're saying this and that, and they sounded stooped. And all I would say was, no, nah, that ain't what the Bible say. You know, according to the scriptures, this is what the scriptures say. And again, it will force me because their doctrine is a little different than Jehovah's Witness. And so now I got to go back. Let me go study the word again. Let me make sure I got a full understanding because I don't want to be deceived. Let me look up some of the stuff that they're doing to know that when I really preach against this and stand against this, and I don't want to say preach, but, you know, just in a moment of witnessing. But when I stand against this and, and say that Jesus is the only way and the Bible is authentic, I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to stand on this without any shadow of a doubt. And so, of course, it's mixed with prayer and it's mixed with studying the scriptures. And so it forced me to go do it again. I had to go up a little higher again to continue to stand on the faith. And, of course, you have your own faith because you believe, you know, what God did for you. Uh, different tests, different trials, different things that you pray for. Uh, but I also want to back it up with the word because, again, the enemy is so cunning and slick and he tried to do different things and say different stuff. And being so young uh, in life and being young in the faith, you know, the devil knows that he can kind of trouble you and can oppress you. And so uh, some of that actually did happen early on. And, it, you know, it took God really, uh, you know, going in prayer. And God really opened up my mind and opened up my understanding. But I know God actually allowed it because it took me to a place of, like, boy, you're going to really have to get in this word. You're going to have to get rooted. You're going to have to know that you believe, that you believe, that you believe. And you're going to have to stand on it. So because the enemy was coming for me, you know, the enemy wasn't excited, you know, that I had gave my life to Christ and actually was taking this thing seriously. You know, so now that I was actually taking it serious, oh, yeah, we got to try to corrupt you. And I believe that's what he do with a lot of people. You know, they really get born again. They really get saved. And then he has to corrupt them. You know, they start off good. And then before you know it, they off into some other crazy type of stuff. Because a lot of times they don't get rooted and, you know, they don't get settled. And I like how God, you know, kind of just almost forced me into a position to where you're going to get settled. And while you're getting settled, you're going to defend the gospel at the same time. And so it's just so beautiful to me. Because he didn't do it through dreams. He didn't do it through visions. I didn't see a third heaven. I didn't see any of the end time stuff. I didn't, you know, all he did was say, get in the word. That's going to build your faith up. So even now, get in the word, build your faith up. You want an answer from me? Yeah, you pray, but get in the word. And here go your answer. And so it always forces me to go back to the word. It forces me to go back to the scriptures. So whenever I see anything contrary, I have to go back to the word. And when it doesn't match the word, I have to take a, 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 a precaution to it to say, ah, I don't know. This could be deception. You know, then I go furthermore with, you know, praying, seeking God. God, what is this? What is this? What is this for my life? What is this that I'm seeing? What is this that I'm hearing? What is this that I'm watching? You know, it keeps you on guard. It keeps you alert. It keeps you, it keeps a wall up to keep the enemy away. And so that's what the word does for us. And that's why I truly believe so many believers are so easily led astray. It's one, you know, uh, leadership. Or, or not being under the proper leadership and listening to too many different preaching and teachings, but at the same time not getting rooted enough to where they get an understanding of the scriptures and the understanding of the doctrine because you're going to see and hear different things that's going to be enticing. Everything is not going to be, hey, I'm Satan, come to me. So everything is not going to be, uh, you know, we know to flee fornication. We know not to cuss. We know not to tell lies. Some things are going to come and it's going to look like truth. 
And it's going to be so close to truth that if you don't have the knowledge and the understanding and the wisdom of the only God of the Bible, you're going to be deceived. And I just like how God opened up that um, understanding early on to really, you know, get into those scriptures to really, as I say, defend the gospel.